You're listening to Maximum Medicine Radio with host Doc Martin. Stay tuned in or call in. You won't want to miss what's happening next. How do you step into your maximum potential? How do you connect your spiritual drive with your physical path? Stick around as Doc Martin takes listeners on a journey through the seen and unseen, the accepted and the unbelievable. Get ready to meet the maximum you the world needs on Maximum Medicine Radio with Doc Martin now. That's right. Hey, everybody, welcome. Yep, Maximum Medicine Radio with Dr. Sharon Martin and me, Dr. Pat. This is about bridging the mystical and the scientific for healing. And the word healing is a big word. And, and that's part of what we're going to talk about today. You know, question mark, what really is energy medicine? What makes it for, what makes for a good healer? And the big question for everybody out there that both of us are going to chime in and talk about is, can I do it for myself? Can I do it for myself? Well, look, Doc Martin has, uh, and let me just tell you, Dr. Sharon Martin has somebody that has not only been out in the world in a, in a practice where she's in front of people every day, right, where she is somebody that knows what it's like to step in you know, in the medical profession, right? And looks at people from a physical, when the health, our health falters, right? When our spirits, when things in life cause the physicality, the nature of ourselves, that's, that she's there. In addition, though, and this is so rare to find someone like she, who lives with one foot in that world and the other one, in the world of energy medicine and healing. And when you put those together, the years of study in the medical profession, the schooling, everything that you do to get an MD, and then you go study everything you need to study to understand energy medicine, use it to help others heal, and then teach others how to do that. This is the new narrative on wellness, everybody. This is it, because one or the other, we live in both worlds in the United States here. We live in both. One of them right now is a dominant, dominant world. But Dr. Sharon Martin and others are saying, wait a minute, we need to go back to what was used before we had that thing in a, in, in a, in, in a, in a prescription. Today in the world, we're not saying you don't need conventional medicine, but we're saying the power, the power to bring things together and integrate it is what true healing could be about. Today, though, we want to introduce you, not just to who uh, Doc Martin is, but for years what she studied. And the conversation now is about what really is energy medicine energy medicine. And thank you, Dr. Oz, for making that like a thing for most of us that tried to explain it. <laughs> Doc yeah, Martin, thank you, Dr. Oz. Chat, right? Thank you, Dr. Oz. <laughs> so you said something interesting, Pat, that, that I think really can sum up the traditional prescription-based medicine that's been in this country for at least 60, 80 years is that we're moving into something that is more 
in the feeling realm, in the oh. intuitive realm, mm. in the sensing realm, and out of the headspace. And so when you say we're pulling it all together, we humans are not just the thinking realm. We are just not just needing proof and following something in a linear matter. We have intuition. We have knowings, inner knowings that have really been shut down. Um, but so energy medicine is just asking us to look at and maybe shift the priorities instead of making it all about the headspace. Yeah. And, and that's what part of today is about, though. You know, today you are going to take us on a journey. Um, and for those of you out there, this is a live call in show. Uh, especially for those of you out there that may have something going on with you physically, mentally, or emotionally. Because this is what energy medicine is about. My introduction to energy medicine was firsthand at a, at a week, 10-day retreat uh, where I took a certification class with Gene Houston, Dr. Gene Houston, and uh, Donna Eden was there. And I was almost at my worst physically with what they called a mystery disease. And you're right, Doc Martin. It did sound like a bit of woo-woo for me. And I was only six months a year into the radio show. But this shifted the entire trajectory of my life because of what I discovered. And you're going to share that today, right? Well, I'm also going to just um, reiterate what you just said, because I think Jean Houston, first of all, you ended up in a shamanic space, whether she would say it or not. Right. Um, she is miraculously trained um, in human potential, but she can she can hold it together in the headspace, and she can she's a master storyteller. And um, I actually did one of her workshops. Gosh, it was probably twenty years ago, um, but. Nowadays, we would probably say that she has shamanic qualities because she's able to access those unseen forces. Yeah. So you were you were in the new paradigm of what medicine can bring to you. You were actually in a shamanic healing space when you went there. Yeah. And, you know, when I think about this now, boy, you just hit on something. Um, <clears throat> I met a woman. Uh, who's no longer with us, uh, Angelus Arian. And people may or may not know of her or her work. But like you, she was one of these folks, Dr. Angelus Arian, one of these folks that so embodied this in her essence, as you do, that it didn't matter what world she was walking in. As with you, it didn't matter that over here, you're Doc, Dr. Sharon Martin, MD. Over here, you're amazing, shamanic, energy healer, energy master, energy teacher, whatever that is in the world, the way you describe it. And isn't this the true sense, though, of what we're talking about today? Because let me ask you a question. Isn't everything energy? Yes. I mean even to the vibrations within molecules. It's just, we haven't allowed ourselves as modern humans to sense those more refined vibrations. And the, the ancients 
did it all the time. And I think one thing I want to add here, Pat, because that's kind of one of my MOs is, and I get outraged at, at those who think they can take a particular field and make it so elite that only the few can access it. Mm. And so when you say to be in this and then be equally comfortable on the other hand, we should all realize we can do that. Thank you. Because we are so multifaceted. And the idea that there's knowledge out there that is withheld from you because you didn't buy the right ticket, pay the right people, to me, that I, it just doesn't sit with me. So yeah. I'm hoping everybody can see themselves as expansive. Yeah, we absolutely have to. You know, once upon a time, it used to be an option. I don't think it is. I, I mean, you know, for me, and, and I'll just share this because this really talks to what we're talking about today. And I didn't know I'd have this to share with you. You know, I shared on the previous hour that my right knee blew up the size of a soccer ball. And of course, I go to my doctor and they drain it and they send it out for tests and the tests come back. And the tests don't say there's nothing in there from a bacterial, whatever. It just says they're not at the point where somebody should really do the next thing. So this morning, I, I am taking things in an empowering way because this is what you're talking about. At some level, we've got to be able to say, well, let me look into this for myself. Because something's at odds and you start to look at it. And so I ask a question and I ask the question, well, I don't know why this number over here was 5%. It's zero in here. Are you sure this is right? But this is for me, not about being a doctor because I'm not a medical doctor, but it's exactly what you said. It's enabling myself to at least call that wisdom forward. Right. So that I can have the courage to say to a team of people, you know, something just doesn't feel right. Right. Right? And it's, uh, there we go again. That's the feeling, (laughs) the feeling state. You know, one of the hardest things for me, and it was, it was really, really, really hard, was to be able to do one of two things. Tell patients in the traditional clinical modern medicine setting about the feeling side, about the spiritual side, about their soul journey. That was a really hard thing. But the other was, as a uh, Western-trained physician, being able to let it go if a patient said, "Uh uh-uh, don't want to. And having these fears that you haven't ticked all the boxes that are set up in the standards of care and therefore medical liability, and even saying to them, here is how I see your options. These, and are you willing to live with the decision not to have a colonoscopy if a polyp turns into a tumor? And if, can you live with the outcome? Let me just tell you what that means when you say no, and then let it go. And who am I to say that that is the wrong decision? We could sit, and I used to, as an early on physician, I used to go, oh my God, they wouldn't get their mammogram or they didn't get the colonoscopy and, oh, you know, and worry and worry and worry that they've done something so bad to themselves that I have to pull them back from the cliff. And yet I see every day, literally 
I'm not kidding you, 86 to 93-year-olds who still walk in under their own power, some of whom live uh, alone and independently still, and they may say, no, I don't do that. Well, how can you argue? They're already 20 years past the the normal life expectancy. (laughs) What am I to say? You know, you're supposed to go do all this. So there is that innate wisdom and you do need to be your own advocate. And certainly if you ever go into the modern hospital system, take somebody with you, if you can't speak for yourself, to say, uh-uh, that doesn't feel right. We're, we're going to skip that and see what happens. Yeah. But when you, when you take that power back, taking that power back, you have to take responsibility, which many people nowadays don't. And then you summon up all of the forces, the unseen forces that we'll talk about today to give you the power to continue on your soul journey. And maybe that means not taking a medicine, don't take a prescription, don't get a test. Who am I to argue? Right. And I love this because here are the tools that you're going to bring us through today. One of the hardest things for me to understand back when I was like, I got the mystery disease in April 1st of 04, uh, was the idea of the energy system, which we call the chakra system. And let's talk about that for a minute, because I don't think you need to be an expert to understand that if something's happening in one of the chakras, it has an energetic exponential meaning, Right. And basically, in the work you do, and we use this term reading, and so we also should explain what that really means. What are we reading? Take us through the chakra system. So the chakra system is a way that's it's been described as major energy centers in the body, and it goes back probably to the Vedic times, and I'm going to say B.C., Um, I don't know off the top of my head exactly when, but energy systems that, that the ancient seers could sense and turns out that are linked to major hormone glands or nerve centers of our body. And even if, and they are the, the simple expression is well, we have seven major chakras with one being, uh, the root chakra, which is down uh, right at the very bottom of our spine, and then the number seven being the crown chakra at the top of the spine. And many cultures have seen that when they describe it in terms of light form and strengthening of energies that they see, to modern-day teachers such as Carolyn Mace, who has really, really taken each center and linked it to the anatomy taken the energetic and and linked it to the anatomy. But even if you don't know those and you don't see them, I personally don't see energy fields. I do not see auras. I do not uh, see colors, um, but I get knowings. Um, I'll get a, I'll get a word kind of in my ear saying, "Uh -uh, I think this is such and such. Even though if you don't know chakras and you don't link it to what you're trying to talk about, I can even say to patients, this really feels like 
you're you're feeling really down and I'll talk about it in terms of life force that you're drained but it seems like you're drained in your belly or along your back or you don't really have the strength to speak up for what you want and they'll get it they'll get it even if I don't say oh it's your liver or the this or that if I talk about it in terms of life force and where you seem like you're stuck, that everything gets stuck in the middle and you can't bring it forth, they, they get it. They know it on a deeper level. And that's where we're going is using those kinds of clues and language to help shift people's health. Yeah, because we are really, and, and you know, not to be, uh, uh, not to get everybody r riled up about it, but we really are a, a, in a crisis. You know, it's interesting because, you, you know, many people have watched the, the debates on TV and, and many people have not. But the one telling comment that the press never covered after was Marianne Williamson's comment about health care. And she really called everybody out about it and basically said, <clears throat> look, you're all talking about what to do after somebody gets sick. Why aren't we talking about what to do so they don't get sick? And, you know, I got, I had a moment where I got really annoyed because the moderator, the man that was moderating, I think it was Jose, had to go to her for that comment. And then the minute she said it, there were no other follow-up with anybody to talk about that. And, and, and she's so right because what is it that those folks that walk through your door, uh, what is it about the 93, 90, how about my 95-year-old uncle? You know, what was it about him? I mean, he swears it's garlic, but energetically, that's the way he lived his life. You know, this is a man, grow up uh, Italy, Italian family, Italian Catholic, who had an energetic epiphany, Doc Martin, when he decided... I can no longer be part of the Catholic church. And he wow, knew the rift that one. that would cause, right? Right. That was a big one. It's a big one. Mm -hmm. And so what we're talking about today is what do we need to learn about the chakra system, but also how can we take that learning and become a healer? How do we get to use these energetic techniques, right? right. Tell us a little bit about that, because I think this is where we get to bridge this to answer the questions that most people have. Can I do it if I don't really believe in it? Where right. do I start? Is it possible for me to do it? Do I have to be Doc Martin, right? Right. And what happens if I don't feel like I'm a real healer? I had that. Can mm -hmm. we address some of this now? And we going ahead and we're going to skip the 15 break because I want to make sure people hear what you have to say about this. When I think about, those are a lot of questions that are all important. Yeah. What I want to back it up to that I think is, is probably the maybe two or three major things in here. And I'm going to say that your uncle is a prime example. The taking responsibility for your human vehicle of your soul on its journey. You may not have to believe in a soul. But you certainly would, I'm sure most people would say they have a purpose. Taking responsibility, I think that in and of itself gives you life force. 
because I don't see how you can have a lot of life force if you're waiting for anybody else around you to, to impact, although you could be a really good drain of energy and, and take from everybody around you and keep going. But taking responsibility, and I think the second big thing is building your awareness of the subtle energies, listening to the messages that maybe aren't coming from the sources we think they should, like or not from a medical book, not from a medical person, not from somebody necessarily on TV, but being quiet enough to hear the wisdom of your own body. Mm. And so many, I think that's why we're in crisis today. One of the reasons is we are so inundated by overload, vibrational, energetic overload. We're multitasking. We are zinged every minute by electronic stuff. And, you know, when you have so much information coming at you, your head is spinning and you're paying all this attention to this incoming chatter that we've lost the time. And we, we even have to have public uh, service announcements to say nature deficit disorder. You've got to go quiet. You've got to slow down. I mean, I don't care how you do it. You take a walk, um, you, you know, you sit and meditate. I'm not very good at sitting still, but. Now me either. Uh, we just talked about that on the last show. And, and uh, we said, you know, there are more ways. There are more ways we now yeah, know. Yeah. I think so listening to those, that inner wisdom and that inner wisdom. And I, I can't find anywhere that anybody would disagree with this, but do take it as my personal belief. So it's up for grabs. You cannot really deepen without a connection to nature. You, if you are not intentionally linking up with literally with the earth and what's going on with the earth, the other animals, creatures, grass, trees. If you can't be in harmony with that, I don't see how you can get inner wisdom. We are so linked as a species to the earth. And and not just in this um, metaphysical anthropomorphized way of saying oh mother earth she's we're one of her children literally our cells our very building blocks of atoms come from exchange of other atomic elements on this planet we are literally the atoms of the earth and in what we eat and what we touch so i don't think that anyone can lose by you only gain when you connect uh, with nature. You can't go outside and step barefoot on the grass and not feel better. I I challenge anybody to tell me they don't feel better. There's literally all of the zing of your energy field actually gets synced and that's S I N K grounded, (laughs) literally, literally (laughs) grounded and so all of that extra energetic, z- 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 all that other crazy discharge is 
streamlined and grounded. And literally, I mean that absolutely literally. So I think those are the places to start. Take responsibility, figure out what your soul purpose, if you don't think it's a soul, figure out what your life's des journey is about. And you have to quiet. And the best place to do that, I think, is in connection with nature. Yeah. Even if you sit in front of a fish tank. Yeah. Even if you don't, can't get outside. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. It, you know, so much so that, you know, I, 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 I'm probably going to turn my camera around so people can see this. One of the things that I, I get teased a lot about is how many plants I have in the house and mm -hmm. uh and people are so curious about why that is doc right and so much so that i started to think about it what is it right and linda will say to me oh my gosh did you just get another plant right mm -hmm. <laughs> but here's what i discovered about it you know i'm a kid that grew up in new york city you know, my dad, when we got a backyard of any kind to speak of, he poured cement in it. Holy moly. Exactly. And, and every bit of my life at that phase of life, I was engaged in cement. Mm -hmm. I played handball on cement. I went to the playground. It was cement. It wasn't even the tar thing. It was cement. Right. Because I don't know that back in the day, that's what we did. Mm -hmm. It was that was it. That was it. That was my life. Right. Where I lived. My family didn't pack us up and say, let's go to the country. It wasn't until I got older and my relatives moved to Jersey. Right. And mm -hmm. we would go visit them that I get a diff different sense of country, especially my cousin Albert. But for me. There's something about just having these living things in my presence. And I bring them in the office. And mm -hmm. so my schedule may or may not afford me the time to spend in nature right now the way that I normally would. But boy, we've got to connect. We've mm -hmm. got to connect with the powerful force energy of nature. We've got to. Right. And you know what I was just reflecting on? I was given um, a house plant. I think it's a rubber tree in, 19, one right there. in 1999. Yeah. That sucker is still in the same pot, so there can't be <laughs> any new dirt left. It literally lives on two cups of water a week. Right. And everything else it needs, it gets from the light coming through the window and the air. Yes. I mean, there's something to be said for an organism that can be that versatile. Um, but, you know, the, the Chinese and the, the Asian cultures are so good at bring, bringing that bit of nature inside, like the bonsai tree, or um, and cultivating that. And I can't tell you the exact chemistry, only that there is something about having an organism a tree, a plant that has literally been around hundreds of thousands of years longer than us. There's an inherent cellular wisdom that I think we link up with when we have them. 
And besides something about it, they feel good. So if it yeah. feels good, there's something going on, yeah. even if we don't have a name for it. Yeah. And, and you know, part of what we're going to do when we come back from break too, is, you know, what we're talking about today on the show is as we started out with Doc Morton is we're talking about what really is energy medicine and what makes for a good healer. And can I, you do this yourself? Because look, you don't have to be me or you don't have to be Dr. Sharon Martin. You, you don't have to be us. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about how that all works, how this all comes together. And based on what Doc Martin has done in studying, exploring, practicing uh, in her, her work that she does with others, what is it about to help us to take that continuation of Mother Earth, right? And right. look at these constellations and know there's power in it. Do you feel any different today after the solar eclipse? Do you feel different today? Maybe you're not aware of how different you truly feel. Did perhaps something yesterday when things were happening at that level, did something happen in, in your life? Did we stop for a minute to say, what is the energy of that sun being where it was perfectly aligned? What was that? And what happened in Chile? What did the scientists who probably didn't believe that in their lifetime, they would get a sense of, for us, the most absolutely explosive energy that those of us as human beings can even comprehend, which I don't think we do. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I want to give you lots of information about Doc Martin, how you can contact her, work with her, all of that. And she's got a very special gift for you. We'll be right back. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger, on the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. (laughs) The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Has your buzz for life buzzed off? Feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? 
The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, I just want to take a minute for those of you out there and just remind you, this is Maximum Medicine Radio with Dr. Sharon Martin. This is about bridging the mystical and scientific for healing. You know, today, uh, Doc Martin is taking us on a journey to explore what really is energy medicine, and we're going to really move into that. Um, And we're also going to get back to that question I asked, because it's a term that we hear so much about especially those of you that have been part of this audience for years. It's called the word readings. The question is, what are we actually reading? Why do we use that term and why are people so open to it? But before we do that, uh, would you mind uh, telling folks how they can find out more about you, how they might schedule time with you, and also about a free gift you've, you've gotten for folks today? Perfect. So I am Sharon Martin, and you can find me on my website, www.sharonmartinmd.com. That gives you all the information you need to know if you want to schedule anything. And with each show, I have uh, done a, a short meditation that will be uploaded to my website after the show that's free. So I, I welcome you to try those. Um, I've tried to make the topics germane to each of our radio show episodes. And the other reminder is when these radio shows are on, callers are welcome because even if we have to break for a minute, if somebody's got an issue and I can give an insight, we're really happy to do that. That's, that's why we're here. And again, my main MO of, of, basically of action in the world is if there's knowledge out there, everybody has access to it. And then you take the power in your own hands to give yourself your maximum medicine. So that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, And by the way, this call in here, you will get to work with one of the best when it comes to energy medicine. And so for those of you out there, if there's something going on, you're not quite sure what it is, but you want to run it by the show today and Doc Martin, 1-800-930-2819, please give us a call. And you know, Benny, we'll say hi to Benny. (laughs) Um, You know, 
one of the things that I said before the break is that we were going to take a look at and talk about uh, two things, really. One, going back to like, if everything is energy, then what, so to speak, but also this continuation of how we can stay focused or get focused into a frequency that's going to work for us, that literally sets up, sets the stage for that new level of awareness and the ability to heal. Tell us a little bit about that. And from your experience, what you went through to learn this for yourself. So backing up to, um, I'm going to take one of the, there's several questions in there. First of all, in learning it for yourself, I think, as we said before, the key ingredient is to open your perception, to see what we currently consider unseen, and to accept that the unseen, even though we don't sense it, we, or we don't see it with our eyes, is really there. And so much of the teachings nowadays that have come from beautiful beautiful teachers in the new age realm and the spiritual realm have studied the ancient cultures and gone to them to say, help me break it down in modern terms. Help me break it down. What you say, you see this person has such and such. What do you mean by that? And the great, the teacher that I learned, uh, the first part of my training from was Dr. Alberto Violdo and his four winds training because he brought the information from the last remaining Inca, the enlightened, the people of the light in the high Andes and started to break it down into language that the Westerner could follow. But regardless of taking training from him, any way that you can read a book or sit and do a meditation to shift your perception because there are currents of energy all around us. Um, There was a woman, uh, I'm not sure if she's still alive. She would probably be in her nineties. Dr. Valerie Hunt, who was a Mm. psychologist who studied the energy field and had many people come and doing testing. She has books about it. I won't go into that. And and brought in the photographers who could actually see sort of those things we call auras or a shimmer. Uh, people, the mystics, some of the mystics of Asia who could put their hands out and focus their intention to send energy out their hands. And you could see the glow. So awareness of a different perception, a uh-huh. different way of seeing it. The second biggest thing, I believe, is the concept of intention, of really taking what you say you wish for, kind of aligning that to what you really believe deep inside. Because you could say you want something, but inside you're going, "Mm -mm, never going to happen. And that misalignment, nothing's ever going to shift in that misalignment. But if you set the intention, the intention for really wanting something that it reverberates all through your body, through your core. That's where the powerhouse of energy comes in. Um, I believe another person that you, anyone could learn a lot from is Carolyn Mace because she has taken 
uh, the energy system and taught it through the paradigm of chakras um, and helping you see helping you see that where um, a problem in your throat chakra might be a difficulty in communicating what you truly want. Uh, a problem perhaps in your belly could be uh, lacking in trust with regard to sexuality or reproduction. Um, so just her, her work is phenomenal. And yeah. she happens to be an intuitive. So uh, she's really getting downloads uh, from the unseen. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I got to, well, first of all, you're right about Carolyn. I mean, I got to not only interview her, but I got to see her work in action. And, you know, she is somebody that is all about radical honesty because what she did in, in the breakout period of this, right, was she went public. And when you go public with and say, I'm a medical intuitive, right, you know, you and I are talking about it today because we've had some time for the public to adjust. Um, but when we talk about what, what someone like Carolyn Mace did and showing up in person and doing these mega events and clearly demonstrating how all of this works, it was beyond that a phenomenon because people got to see firsthand. And that's what we're talking about. You know, we really are talking about fast forward to where we are today and the work that you do. And we're, we are at the place now where we're saying, yes, we've all learned from Carolyn, Alberto, and others. And now there are others here to help the rest of us heal and understand how to heal ourselves. And I think it's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. We have come a long way because now it's in our day-to-day -day language to talk about energy. Yeah. Um, you know, in the, gosh, 20 years ago, people probably think you had, you know, horns or something if you brought that up. Oh my gosh. I know it was so, it was so woo woo back then. Um, and so going back to um, shifting your perception, the place that we also don't give enough credence to is uh, our dreams and information we get when we're, when we're dreaming Ugh. our gut feelings now, I just remember I was probably in my teens when I first read about Edgar Cayce, <laughs> right. who in and of itself, from what you, when you saw, when you, people who write about him will tell you, a very uneducated, unassuming uh, young man from Kentucky. Right. But when he went to sleep into a trance, he could bring forth information about clients or patients who weren't even in the room, who were distance and tell and predicted many medical advances 20, 30 years before they happened. So as a teen, I remember saying, well, this feels so true. I am not turned off by this. This feels that I started to say there are other things. There are other ways we're getting information. There are other things that if we stop and listen, when you really, for me, if I, if I get a stomach ache about something, I've trained myself now to say, whoa, uh-uh, have a stomach <laughs> ache, not going to do it. But before my mind, I would plow through it and sometimes to disastrous outcomes. 
So shifting your perception is a big one. Yeah, boy, let's stay with what you just talked about because we've done a couple of shows now where folks have called in. And Jenny, I hope you're listening, where um, the idea of stomach issues, indigestion, things like that, you know, that's that that's chakra too, right? You know, mm-hmm. when we look at that, I, I know that there are other ways, um, Doc Martin, for the body to give us signals, but I don't think anything quite as loudly as a stomach that is not working, right? No kidding. No. So the other thing oh, that many of us don't remember is the very primitive organisms, even worms, they had a GI tract. Yes. And the GI tract has a nervous system that literally parallels that of our brain. So many of the chemicals that are going on and the nerve things in the gut are the same chemicals and influencing back and forth talk between the two. Mm. Because how many times have we recognized that your gut really is a place of emotion? Um, So, yeah, the gut is, we, we, because of, you know, what comes out, we've given it so little respect, but it's right. a big deal. Right. Not only that, too, let's talk about this. You know, we also are being bred by a culture that says, take this pill, suck on this, do this before you eat, do this after you eat, make sure, you, I, I mean, that's really what we think is our go-to healing, but that gets rid of a symptom. Now, this leads me to this, you know, bringing this all together, because there's something about energy medicine I learned. I didn't get rid of a symptom. You know, my healing journey was about healing. And there's a real difference between healing and removing a symptom. And I think let's talk about that, because the notion of self-healing that you're about to walk us through right here and how we go about it is really about healing. It's not necessarily about symptom after symptom, although the symptoms may disappear. And that is a fundamental difference. And maybe the best way to talk about it is to recognize when we are going to that place of healing, true healing has to feel good at the soul level. So a symptom coming and going has nothing to do with your life force or your purpose on the earth or your journey. Symptoms come and go. But if you really want to go to healing, then it's got to affect the physical that's in resonance with the emotional and your spiritual side. So I think that's kind of, for me, where healing is, is it has to resonate all the way through all the way through deep um, and shift you on your destiny line, shift you on your path. And maybe often, I should say, the shift is in your awareness and view of yourself. And then things are more in alignment because so many people as patients that come to me, they have a diagnosis And that makes a box around them. They are in this box of a medical term. And until they can see that life exists beyond this box, you can't hold this cape 
of a diagnosis around you and think that you can be any bigger. Uh, you can't expand beyond that. So I think that's part of what a healing and a symptom for me is to really be able to expand into more and not be locked into a box of a diagnosis. And when, when a shift happens, if it shifts at your soul, spirit, emotional and body level and resonates all through those, that's power in and of itself. That is, that's the meaning of power. That's life. That's real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, we talk about this and it's funny the way we talk about energy and electricity, right? Right. Uh, you know, I grew up with a family, you know, of uncles that are bricklayers, electricians, you know, that. And so I'll tell you the thing that they never really called it electricity. Their, their go-to phrase for the energy that comes out of walls is juice. They talked about it as juice, mm -hmm. you know, they talked about, you know, the volume of what it is, you know, I, and, and again, I come from this working class family growing up in the Bronx, the half of my uncles didn't speak English. And so they had an interesting way of talking about energy. You know, nobody sat down and talked about bandwidth or wattage, right? right. You know, they talk about, man, that is hot. That is, that's a hot that the juice coming out of there that like that, but this is the same with energy. We know when our energy or our energetic makeup or our field, our energy field, we know when we're coming out of that wall socket and we're fired up or right. why not. Right. And right. that life force, we, we could call it juice. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know when you are juiced up and you know when you've got good mojo going and you know when you're not at your game, when you're not peaked out. So, yeah. yeah. And so the steps, I wanted to just yeah, take a please, minute. Please, please, yes. The, the things that I have learned, now remember I was a book learning person until I started changing my perception and taking in the unseen world. And I don't think I could have done it. And I don't think any indigenous culture does it without linking up, as we said before, with nature. And many indigenous cultures have taught about making allies out of different forces of nature. Whether you describe them as a sensation or uh, a feeling of a spirit energy coming from your garden. Um, it doesn't matter what you call it, but recognizing that you can become one with these nature spirits and allies and harness that resonance that you have with that, that literally can amplify your power. And I see that as a key place for the kind of healing that I think people can do is really draw on the resources of uh, the creatures of the earth, the plants, the trees, the animals, uh, the winds, the elements, um, and bring those. If you connect with that or don't see yourself as apart from that, feel yourself more as um, a colleague, a friend, a companion, those forces you start to tune into 
And that really does amplify your juice. Yeah. You know, the, the part of this that is so refreshing to me, and it's got to be for people listening, is knowing that the solution lies within each and every one of us. I love that part. It, we cannot say it enough, Doc Martin. I mean, we just, I think it has to be a fundament, fundamental message of literally every show you and I do. Right. Because empowerment. It's so, it's so mm -hmm. easy to forget. Right. I forget. Well, I do want to throw in one thing for everybody yes, to please. remember. Yeah. Um, there's an ethics to this, there's an integrity to this. Once you start sensing energies, even if you have the desire to help somebody or you feel sorry for somebody or you have compassion, you do not stick your grubby little fingers into anybody else's field unless you're invited. So once you start sensing it, it's exciting. You want to touch what's around you. You want to see if you can influence things. But remember, each person's field is their own and it literally is a personal thing and the ethics of it are you don't stick your fingers where they don't belong. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's a little that bit of a, a life lesson. Oh my. That you is know, a so life. We talk about empowerment as the upside and the downside is keep your mitts off of something that, that you don't, don't have the right to. Yeah. As my uncle Bobby used to say, Patricia, don't put the screwdriver in the plug. Don't put that screwdriver. <laughs> Don't do that. That's, oh, my. Because that was me as a kid. There's a reason they used to call me Pat the Brat, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, you watch your uncles play around with the electricity. And, of course, you want to pick up a tool and see if you can do it. Well, but yeah, that, that is one place you don't want to put your mitt up, Martin. <laughs> oh. Wow. Thank you so much for today. One last question. Please give people the website. And what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Oh, it, I, I going to sound like a broken record, but maximum medicine is really bringing together and amplifying all the different parts of yourself. So that's spirit, emotion, body, soul, and you have the power. I can't get over that feeling strongly enough. Um, so www.sharonmartinmd.com. And that's what maximum medicine is, is you in your fullest glory, juiced up and ready to go. Yeah. And for those of you that are asking me about the solar eclipse, Doc Martin, uh -huh. yes, thousands of people went to Chile. Chile is the home. Chile is the home of some of the world's most powerful telescopes. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Now there imagine... Energy. Imagine the energy that happened yesterday with the powerful telescopes, thousands of people, thousands of people. Imagine this. Now imagine that, like Doc Martin said, you have that right inside of you. You do. Wonderful. I love it. Yeah. Doc Martin, I'm Dr. Pat. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Maximum Medicine Radio with Doc Martin. Tune in next time while the doc talks health, spirituality, 
and the impact your beliefs have on every part of who you are, body and soul. Doc Martin unpacks the challenges we face as human beings and teaches callers to open the door between the scientific and the mystical. Expand into your multidimensional self. Learn how beliefs can set you free or keep you caged in mediocre health. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com.